What's going on, everybody? It's Dan and Jimbo's AEW Dynamite review with um, the review of the September 23rd episode of AEW Dynamite. Now, before we get into the review, a bit of a sad day in wrestling today. Yes, especially for my old ass. Yeah. My favorite tag team of all time, the Road Warriors, lost their second and final member. Well, I guess not final member, Paul Ellering. Um, yeah. Still kicking around the oldest of them, obviously, which is yeah. kind of strange. But um, yeah, I mean he's technically part of the Road Warriors, so I guess not. But the the fighting team of the Road Warriors, uh, Animal uh, Joseph Laurinaitis passed away today at the age of sixty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said it was unexpected. He wasn't even sick. Um, I haven't heard what what happened yet, but um, I you believe know. it was a heart attack. Oh yeah, because police were called. Mm. Um, I don't believe police are usually called unless it's a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, still very, very sad news. Yeah, I mean, um, right before the pandemic, um, well, like, I'd say six to eight months before the pandemic, he did that interview for, uh, what was that series they were doing? Um, Dark did, Side of the yeah, Ring. Yeah, they did a, they did a, an episode about Hawk, and, um, he was, he was in that series, yeah. obviously. Um, and yeah, I mean, he looked pretty good. Still looked in pretty damn good shape, too. Um, hope he wasn't doing anything stupid. Um, but, you know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, heart attacks are unexpected. They can come out of nowhere. Yeah. Just be healthy with what you eat. Um. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, uh, no, it's... The microphone wasn't plugged in, but I I think it was still recording. Okay. (laughs) Um, the first minute... And a half of this probably won't be as good sound, but... Right. Yeah. We're um, just doing a quick tribute. If you didn't hear it or it was a poor audio, we're doing a quick quick tribute to uh, to Joseph Laurinaitis, a.k.a. Um, Road Warrior Animal, who passed away today at the age of 60. Um, I have a lot of great memories of the Road Warriors. I won't get too far into it. They were my favorite tag team of all time. Um, yeah. And... Uh, you know, Hawk passed away probably 15, 20, 20, 20 years, years ago. ago now. Um, he passed away in like 2003, 2002. Somewhere in that area. I think it was more like 2004 or five, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, but anyway, yeah, he passed away a good deal, uh, a good bit ago. Um, tragically, um, yeah. you know, he, he had a, a drug overdose, alcoholism, you know, kind of all that stuff. He had a, he had, he had a lot of problems. Yeah. And, um, but uh, today, uh, from what I'm hearing, possibly a heart attack. Um, Road Warrior Animal passed away today. Yeah. Um, you know, our thoughts um, go out to his family and um, obviously uh, John Laurinaitis, and who was his brother, who is his brother. Um, you know, best of luck and um, great wrestler. One of the best. Uh, one of one of the maybe one of the most underrated uh, two wrestlers on the mic. Uh, they were both really good on the mic. I was actually, once I heard he had passed away, I was pulling up some stuff on YouTube. Hawk and Animal were really both good on the mic, which was weird because, you know, because they had a mouthpiece. You know, they had Paul Ellering most of the time. But they were both very good on the mic. They were like big tough guys and they were all like, I'm going to rip your face off. But they did it very well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and they came up with their own catchphrases, you know, what a rush, you know, uh, was theirs. Um, was specifically Hawks, you know. And actually, actually, Animal had one of my favorite lines of all time. I don't know if he used it all the time, but he used it in the early days. 
he used to end the interviews with saying, you don't like it? We don't care! <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that was one of my favorite finishes of an interview I ever heard. So, um, yeah. So, Road yeah. Warrior Animal, uh, best of luck. Yeah. So, and um, I did a little, uh, you know, short, quick tribute to him uh, to start off AEW Dynamite tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jim Ross had a very long history with him, too, so. Yeah. That must have been Shivani too, actually. Yeah, Shivani too. Must have been a real shock to the whole system. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, so we kicked off with a debut match tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. The debut of the best man, Miro. Miro. Um, and Kip Sabian, they went up against Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela, which, I mean, I'm going to say this every time I see those two. I feel like they could be doing so much better. Sunny Kiss, you know, she had... Whoa, I just pulled a Jim Ross there. (laughs) He had a bit of a moment where he was, like, on fire Mm -hmm. for a while. He had that match against Cody. um, And he was just putting on a bunch of good matches. Um, And then, I don't know, it just kind of died out. Um, yeah, I mean, they threw him back in the in the tag team with uh, Janela, and it all went downhill. Yeah, basically. Um, I feel like AEW's tag team, it was kind of it was kind of fading out for a little while. I was worried because it was kind of going to the wayside. But I feel like there's a bunch of new teams in there. You know, Janela and Sunny Kiss, Sabian and Miro. Um, I don't think that's going to be a tag team very long. You, I don't think you. I don't know. They could. I mean, it could be just their way of introducing Mira to the company in a tag team. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be a tag team. Like I said, uh, well, th- we we did our um, our top. Was that, did I say that last week or in our top? I think I forget when I said it, but I, I said I think that's just going to be a storyline. I think he's going to turn on him, and I think he's gonna he's going to be a singles wrestler like for real. Yeah, I, 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 if they if they make him a tag team guy, I'd be kind of disappointed. I mean, he could be a tag guy for a while. That could just be the way. I'm sure he's, you know, he hasn't wrestled in months. He hasn't wrestled since February. Um, Yeah, but I don't know. This could just be the way of wearing off that ring rust. Um, I'll put up with it for a few weeks, but if that goes, if it goes any further, Mm. I think they're wasting, they're wasting their time and wasting his talent. um, That's just me. Yeah. This match got kind of botchy in places. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it might just be ring rust from Miro. I don't think most of the botching was on Miro's part, though. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot. Janela's a botch Janela, machine, yeah. if you ask me. I don't. I don't see because everyone was telling me for a long time that Joey Janela was a good comedy character, and he, but he was also like he was he was good comedy character that could also go. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. He's not... I don't feel like he's that great a wrestler. No. I don't um, see it either. I don't know. He might just... He, they might just have to feature him more. Mm. For me to get what his whole deal is, but... I don't know. Um, At this point, I'd rather see Sonny Kiss featured more than him, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think he's got a better upside than, than, than Janela at this point. Yeah. Um... Even um, Kip Sabian, like, I don't... One-dimensional. Yeah, I mean, sort of. I, I think he's a good wrestler. I think he's pretty decent in the ring. 
Um, but he needs to he needs to kind of grow a personality. Like the super bad thing won't won't be enough for mm. long. Um, yeah, it was a it was a fine match though. I mean, the botches didn't really take away from it that bad. No, no. Um, at the end of the day, Miro ended the match with Miro Crush. What used to be the <laughs> accolade. Um, I think they're calling it the game over now. Yeah, they called it the accolade, but I think then they tried to say it was called the game yeah, over. Yeah, I think I think they said the former accolade, mm-hmm. and now it's the game over. Um, yeah, I mean it was an average match. Maybe give it a C. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything wonderful. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, straight after the match, right after Miro and Kip Sabian. Sort of went through the back. Out came Eddie Kingston, mm-hmm. who is challenging for the title tonight. Yeah, they switched up the main event because um, uh, the COVID Hawk Monster uh, yeah. got in contact with someone with COVID, so he's got to take two weeks off. Yeah. So um, he they they bought they uh, botched they uh, they canceled the the six man main event. Yeah. So they're given uh, what? Well, yeah. So Eddie Kingston came out. They said it in the beginning in the ma- in the beginning of the night. Uh, uh, Eddie Kingston is going to challenge for Moxley's title at the as the main event tonight. Yeah, um, I mean it's that Southern energy gave him the COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think the pro- probably a six man match probably isn't going to happen now because no, he's, no. he's going to be out this week and then probably this weekend next, next week. week. Yeah, no, definitely um, he has to. You have to. Stay yeah, out for two weeks. For two weeks, if you come into contact with COVID. Right. Um, but you know he'll be back in time for his title match. So yeah, he'll be back a week before his title match. Actually, I don't know if he'll wrestle that week. But wait, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. Um, maybe they'll do the. Yeah, they'll probably they'll probably do the six man match that week. Maybe isn't that the Jericho celebration week? Yeah, that's the Jericho thirty celebration. Week. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's not saying they couldn't do it, but it's yeah. I don't know what that week is gonna. Yeah. Involve. Lance Archer, yeah, I mean, I wish him the best. I hope he's okay. Um, now, they're not saying he has it. They just said he was in contact with someone that had yeah, it. Yeah, so, I mean, I hope he doesn't have it. Yeah, so let's hope the best for him. Um, you know, he's going to quarantine for two weeks just in case, which is the best practice if you come in contact with someone, even if you don't have it. Um, just in case symptoms come up, you don't want to, you know, infect the whole locker room. Who else was I hearing who had COVID recently? I think I heard RVD has COVID. No. Really? Because he wrestled... Well, I don't know if it was taped. He wrestled last night on Impact. Oh. But I don't... Maybe that could have been taped. COVID. It could have been taped, too. I don't know. I think um, I think Impact tapes ahead of time. I'm not sure, though. It's possible. Um, anyway, uh, Eddie Kingston came out to the ring. He just... He trash-talked Moxley. Moxley came out. They had... They they had a they almost they almost kissed <laughs> and then they ran away. Mm, yeah, um, and then eleven referees came out and got between them. Yeah, and that will give them COVID. Now they said I didn't know this because um, I didn't know much about Eddie Kingston before he came to AEW. That they have actually a pretty big history. Yeah, he's two. a he's a CZW guy, Eddie Kingston. They're both from CZW. Um, mm. uh, anyway, we move on. Hangman Page versus Evil Uno. My brother kept calling him Scary Uno because he's an <laughs> idiot. Um, 
No, because he doesn't watch wrestling anymore. Um, yeah, Evil Uno came out uh, with, to face Hangman Page. Kenny Omega was on commentary. God, this storyline's going on forever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Either I do something with him or don't. Anymore. It's like, and first of all, Kenny Omega is. So I, I don't know. I don't want to bash the guy. I know he's a talented wrestler. He's 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 death on the mic. Yeah. He's got that little squealy voice. I can't stand him. Like I really like, can't. Like keep him off the mic. Just let him wrestle. Yeah. I've an heard, executive vice president. I've and, heard. <laughs> I've heard that about him. That he's. He's a bad promo, but he's a great wrestler. I haven't... Like, I haven't seen that yet either. I've seen his matches in Japan, and they're good. Why don't they just l- let him wrestle like he wrestles in Japan? I was really excited when AEW started out, started out because I had not gotten a ton of chances to see guys like him and the Bucks um, wrestle. And I'd heard a ton about both of them. About both, you know, about all three of them, I guess you have to say. Um, and I'm telling you, neither, neither the Young Bucks... Or him have showed me much yet. Yeah, Hangman Page has showed me a lot. I don't like what what they're doing with his character right this minute, but he, even even with his whiny, annoying character right now, he's still showing me a lot in the ring. Yeah, not one of those other ones, Page. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, 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 the Bucks or Omega are showing are showing me much in the ring. They're really yeah. not. Um. I mean, honestly, the best part about AEW has been discovering all this new talent I didn't know about, like Sammy Guevara, R. Yeah, Cassidy, and if you want to tell me that uh, these guys are stepping aside a bit... See, that's going to be the argument for, for fans of these guys. Oh, well, these guys are stepping aside and letting the other talent shine. No, but, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't suck. Yeah, because eventually, <laughs> eventually that's not going to be enough. Eventually those guys are going to suck some weeks, and you got to step up mm-hmm. and... Why not make all aspects of your brand good? Right. And yeah. and if this, like, here's the thing. They better both, and when I, I keep saying both, I know it's three guys. It sounds weird, I know. But the Bucks and Kenny Omega better both show me something soon. Omega better show me something with whatever this is going to turn into with him and Hangman Page. And it better be good. It better be, like, a really good rivalry. It better be impressive. Whatever you want to say. And the Bucks, with this whole pseudo-heel turn they're doing, mm-hmm. it better be interesting and it better be good. It better lead to a good rivalry with either whoever whoever it leads to a rivalry with FTR, which I don't get. If this is leading to a rival with, rivalry with the F, with FTR, why are they acting like heels? I, I don't get it. I, I, don't, I don't know. This is a big problem with AEW. They don't understand. They don't make it clear or understand what heels and, and baby faces are. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's gotta be clear cut down the line every single time, but it's just wrong the way they're doing it. If that's what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah. But it seems like they are because they were it, when when Shivani went and talked to uh the young bucks t- uh tonight, they made it seem like they didn't want to talk about FTR, that they were mad at FTR. Mm-hmm. Well what is yeah, that? We, I don't get it. We'll we'll comment on that later. Yeah. And um yeah, I mean, the problem that I have with AEW right now is sort of a problem I've always had with watching New Japan. Like, eventually, good wrestling isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you need character work. Like, why do I not like this guy? Because he looks mean? Right. Like, that's not enough Yeah. for me to get to really hate The somebody. best stuff going on in AEW, and I don't understand why they don't get it, is they're clear-cut good guys and bad guys. Yeah, like... You know? 
Eddie Kingston, clear cut bad guy. Yeah. You know? MJF. MJF, Jericho. clear cut. Yeah, clear cut bad guys. Clear cut. Who's a clear cut good guy? I don't even know. Yeah, I mean. Who is a clear cut good guy? I mean, the, the, the best baby face I can think of is Orange Cassidy. And he legitimately only got that way from doing nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's but just, you're right. You might be right. He might be their, be their best babyface right now. They but. need like there's there are people that could fill that role. Mm-hmm. Um, Darby Allen is has the potential to be this generation's Jeff Hardy, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like Jeff Hardy was that super cool face painted guy. Darby Allen can be that, mm-hmm. but they keep. Mixing him up with... Cra- you know, he might be their best baby face. Well, now that I think about it. Because he's... You know, he's popular with kids and whatnot. I mean, I guess Dean Ambrose is. I mean, when you think about it. because Who's I mean, Dean Ambrose? Oh, shit. <laughs> so who, who did, did Dominic, our bro- did your brother, do that yeah. to us tonight? That's why, again. Um, Moxley, is, I guess, is... Yeah, I mean, you he's know, technically... He's always, fighting, he's always fighting heels, so I guess he's baby face. You know, but he acts, you know, he's kind of a, what do you call him, tweener? Tweeter. You know, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. AEW needs some clear-cut baby faces. Because MJF and Jericho need people to fight. Yeah. Like, they seem like they're going to fight each other soon. And, like, what the hell is that? Although, I kind of like that. See, there are times when 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 heels can clash. When heels, like, heal each other. Heel, heel. Like, butt up against each other. Yeah. That works sometimes. Yeah. You know, I mean, and those works. two guys are perfect. Yeah, and that's that's a good thing. Because they're, they're both flaming assholes. There haven't been that many heel versus heel matches. There have been a shit ton of baby face versus baby face mm-hmm. matches. But there haven't been heel versus heel. But whether they have or they haven't, those two work. Yeah. There's just guys that would work together. Like, I'm trying to think of things in the past. Like, I don't know. Like, Piper worked heel versus heel good with some other guys. Like, there was people in the past that have worked well heel versus heel. Yeah. Um, not, you know, and, and there are people that haven't. But Jericho and MJF, I think, would work very well. Yeah. But you, like, you can't have, like, six other heel versus heel matches, yeah. though. I, I agree with that. And that's something they seem to be doing well. They don't seem to be pairing the heels with the heels that much. They just keep pairing the baby faces with the baby faces. Right. Which they need to stop doing. Anyway, mm-hmm. on to this match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was Hangman Page always puts on a good performance every week. Yeah. Uh, he won with the um, buckshot lariat. Yep. It's quickly becoming, I think, my favorite finisher in AEW. Yeah. Though it takes. He's getting better at it too, which is yeah. Good. Though it takes a lot of bullshit setup. Setup. I can't really think of a better finisher. Like the Judas effect is shit. Um, mm. I don't even know what MJF's finisher is. Yeah. Actually, the Paradigm Shift is really good. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what half the people on the roster's finishers even are. <laughs> um, final, uh, well, not finally. Next up, we had the TNT Championship on the line again with Mr. Brody Lee defending against Orange Cassidy. I had kind of a problem with this match. Okay. Um, Orange Cassidy looked like kind of a schmuck in this match. Like, he wrestled good, but Brody Lee beat him kind of easy. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think he looked that bad. He, he beat him clean, I think was my problem. He beat him clean, yeah. I mean, they want they want him to look tough. I mean, they want... Here's the thing. They're going to they're gonna build up 
they're going to build up Brody Lee for one exact reason, and you saw it at the end of the match. Yeah, Cody returns. Right. Um, oh, I hope he doesn't win the title back. That would be so... I don't think he's going to. Well I, well, I don't know. I don't think... For some reason, and I can't explain why, I don't think he's going to. So, But that would mean I don't understand what this whole thing is all about. I think... I think he's going to have a... So they're, so they're trying to pitch that they're going to have some kind of dog collar match. Yeah. Um, which is going to be a big, crazy, bloody match. Which I think is going to end up with nobody winning, really. I think it's just going to be a crazy knockdown, dragout match. I think Brody Lee retains in some disqualification. Well, it won't be disqualification. He retains in some crazy manner that doesn't look make make Cody look bad but still keeps the title on him mm. and I don't know what happens I mean is Cody who takes starting a new faction who takes the title off Brody Lee in that case like he's blown, he's blown through Dustin he's blown through Orange Cast. I mean who's really there to believably step Darby Allen I don't think so. That's the problem with the baby. And and here's your next next level of issue. I think it has to be... Well, I mean, not has to be, but I really think the AEW universe, as it were, really wants the next strap to go on someone non-AEW. Maybe MJF? Non-WWE, you mean. What did I say? Non-AEW. Oh, yeah, I meant non-WWE, you know. Maybe MJF, but he's a heel. Yeah. Um, maybe Darby Allen is the only plausible answer to that. Maybe Darby Allen. I I don't know though. I just I don't I don't know why. I just don't see it. Um, um, I mean I see it. He's Cole Cabana. Well, that's an idea. I that's probably what they're going for now that I think about it. Maybe. Um. Yeah, I mean it'd be kind of out of nowhere though. He's been... He, where has he been? He was at ringside for the Evil Uno match, and then, like, he's, he's out to the ring, not wrestling, once every week. And, yeah, he's one of those people, again, that got it. See, now, an, even, now an obvious person that could take it from him, but would not fit that mold, ob- very obviously, would be Miro. But he's a, yeah. straight from the WWE. That, that either, like... He's a heel. Again, is he a heel? Who knows? Could he turn babyface on Kip Sabian? I mean... I think he wants... I think Miro, the real Miro person guy, I think he wants to be a babyface. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be. I don't know if AEW will allow him to be. Yeah. But I think he really wants to be a babyface. I think he loves the, you know, I guess it would be, you know, Miro Day chance. Yeah. I think when there was Rusev Day... And people were, you know, chanting for him. I think he loved it, and I think he yeah. wants to continue that. It's it's one of WWE's greatest missteps, like mm-hmm. not capitalizing on that. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't know. I just I don't see anyone taking. Like he can hold it for a while. I get that. But even after a while, who like who can convincingly take it off? And Mac Mac Cardona, maybe. Is he, then you're just going WWE guy to yeah. WWE guy. It's, it's I mean, gonna, it's gonna make people have flip a lot out. Of possible alternatives. I mean, unless well, you well, then, then what you do is if you have a babyface 
Miro take it off of Brody Lee, then you have any of these heels take it off of him from you know, then you have an MJF, then you have a Brian Cage. Brian Cage, then you have any of these guys yeah. take it off of him. Maybe. I don't know, a lot of speculation. We just gotta see what happens. Yeah. Um Brody Lee then went backstage, he ranted about Cody something. It was a it was a it was an almost sort of unintelligible promo. He was kinda Spitting all over the place. Um, but then Matt Hardy and Private Party. Um, trying to think of a third rhyme. Matt Hardy, <laughs> Private Party. What um, are you doing? I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a rhyme because their names rhyme. Well, stop it because you're not going to. You're not good Matt at it. That's Hardy, why you're not a rapper. Private Party. Get it starting. Um, stop it. Yeah, well, they came out to the ring. Um, Matt said uh, that he thought Chris Jericho hit him with a baseball bat, which... What? No, he didn't. Liar. (laughs) No way. You skipped right over the fact that it was Matt Hardy's birthday, by the way. Oh, yeah, it was Matt Hardy's birthday. (laughs) How could you? How old is How how, how many times do you turn 60? Oh, he's not. No, he's not 60, it's I'm sure. 40-something. I'm 47, sure. 48. I'm sure. Yeah. He's going to retire soon. I hope. Sure. Um, anyway. He might be retired already. Maybe. I think Sammy Guevara pushed him into an early retirement. Very possibly. Um, but yeah, so uh, he came out with Private Party. Um, I don't know. They. Yeah, I don't they, even know what they were talking about for a while. They claimed that Chris Jericho... They falsely claim that Chris Jericho hit him with a baseball bat. And personally, I don't think that's going to be what happened. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to reveal something like maybe Private Party did it. And really? that could be an interesting... Although, they, they, they could be those good baby faces because I want to cheer them. Um, just because they're like fun party guys and I want to I cheer them. I don't know. The... They might just say, hey, it's Jericho. That makes sense. Mm. I guess, yeah, don't, 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 don't do something just for unpredictability's sake. Um, well, yeah, Chris Jericho came out with Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz. Um, they were saying something like, you injured Sammy Guevara, and he's... Who knows when he'll be back? Oh, we know. He'll be back right now. Ah, I gotcha. Sammy Guevara. Um, and, and, like, this really weird exchange happened. Matt Hardy was like, I'll beat your ass right now. And then Mark Quinn grabbed the mic and was like, no, I will. And then <laughs> Isaiah Cassidy grabbed the mic and was like, no, I will. And then Tony Schiavone grabbed the mic and said, No, I will. No, that didn't happen. And then JR grabbed the mic and said, No, I will. I will. Um, yeah, no. Isaiah Cassidy challenged Chris Jericho to a match next week. Um, and, yeah, Jericho, I think, later accepted. Yeah. Um, so, right after that, we had the we had FTR come to the ring. Mm-hmm. They were 
Wow. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, they were claiming that they're the best tag team on the roster because they've got the gold. Um, and they said that from now on, all their matches are going to be 20 minutes long. They're going to have 20-minute time limits. Because usually, world titles, like the world tag team titles or the women's world title, have 60-minute time limits on their matches, but not them. You only get a 20-minute brush with glory. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, typical... They're actually right in the fact that on a, on a TV, t- if they're depending on titles on TV, I, don't, I, I, uh, I agree with them. Yeah. There shouldn't be 60-minute matches on TV. Well, I mean, it's it's just a time limit. Like, Yeah, but they, who won't know? They're, they're right. They're always going to adhere to a time limit. No, but they're right. I know they're saying it to be cocky, and they're saying it to do whatever or, they're whatever they're trying to get over yeah. about. I get it, but I think they're technically right. I don't think there should be any match on TV with more than the twenty minute time limit. That's ridiculous. I think maybe every once in a while, like like that Iron not the yeah was it the Iron Man match on NXT a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I think you can make exceptions like that, but I think it's a general oh, rule. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's sixty minutes. I actually think it might be thirty. At 30 is okay, I guess, too. Yeah. But 20 is fine. 20, 30, what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, I understand it. It's part of their gimmick. They're, they're yeah, and I get what they're doing. I'm not arguing it because of that. I'm just saying it makes sense on top of what they're, they're saying. One of their, they're one of the... Their their view of it is like, we're so important. We You only get 20 minutes. Right, right. Yeah, I get it. Um, then out came Best Friends, and it made... It's really weird, because it made it seem like they're going to face FTR next week. But then they announced that FTR is going to face SCU next week. No, they no, no, no. See, yeah, and you said that then, and you, I, I knew you were mistaken. They said they were going to face SCU next week already. F, uh, Best Friends came out and just were trying to make an immediate challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they already had said they were facing SCU next week. Okay. Um, FTR, I mean, I keep doing that. Uh, best friends just, just were trying to get one in this week. Yeah, so they were challenging FTR. They were about to fight, and then FTR left, said, you guys heal up, and in a couple weeks, we can make the match happen. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had a women's tag match, Ivelisse and Diamante versus Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. Um, midway through the match... Thunder Rosa hit Cheetah accidentally, and I thought that was going to be the finish, but no. They came back and won, which, again, like, why? It makes Ivelisse and Diamante look like crap. Mm. Like, you can't even beat an uncohesive team. Right. And it's just another one of those instances of they care about getting two people over more than they care about getting a division over. First of all, it could have been better for their rivalry. The thing is, though, in AEW, that's not a division. I don't care what you say. The, the women's ta- there's no women's tag division in that in AEW. No, I mean. I mean, I know they had a tournament, but the women's division as a whole, they could have gotten two new women over, but instead they just pushed the status quo, which was Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. Mm, I guess because we know they're the best two women AEW's got, but why don't why don't you give these new two women a shot? Um. But those know. two have both had both had title shots. Have they? Yeah. I don't think Diamante has. 
didn't she just have an NWA title shot? Lita Lee did. Diamante didn't. Diamante didn't have a world title shot. Mm-mm. She's never mm. had a title. They could have pushed either her or pushed Eva Lee towards the women's title, through the AEW women's title, and not that ugly. Neither of them have had a world title fight. shot. No. Hmm. Like they they could have pushed. I thought one of them had two new women in that division, whilst also keeping the Thunder Rosa Sheeta feud going. And instead, they just had them win for a cheap pop. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. It's. It does like, AEW's women's division. It's almost like they don't want it to get over. Here's what I can't. Here's what I don't understand. And it seems to be a problem in every company. They can't push one division without letting the other one sort of die. AEW is pushing the tag team division. And is not doing right by the women's division. Yeah. Just like WWE, WWE is, the opposite, is the opposite of that. They have a fantastic women's division. Why can't they give it equal time? I don't understand. I don't understand that. I don't either. And they and I can I could I could point out every single week where they're wasting the time that they could put the other division over. Yeah, and the shame with the WWE is all of that flack is being put on the street profits. Mm. Which I hate. Like, the Street Profits are the best tag team. Mm. Don't put all the flack on them. WWE just keeps breaking the tag teams up. Um, And AEW keeps pushing the same two women. Like, they keep pushing Sheeta. They keep giving Sheeta win after win after win after win. And why do you make such a big deal about... um... What's her name? That took Vicky Guerrero for a manager one week. Nyla Rose. And then you haven't seen her since. Yeah, you haven't. I haven't seen Nyla Rose in like three weeks. Like, what the hell is she that? Wrestled one squa- she's wrestled one squash match since Vicky Guerrero's been, Vicky Guerrero's been her manager. I don't understand. It's ridiculous. And like I said, like I'm not saying I'm any kind of genius, like seriously but yeah. i could point out every week where you could have you could have spared us this stupid match and pushed a w- women's division match or even i would do it in wwe like you could have spared like you had like lana face ruby riot in a completely unnecessary match put a tag match there hmm? or you know you had I don't know. I don't know if I could have picked an unnecessary thing this week. I don't know. Like, cut some of the interview time. Right. And put another women's match there. Yeah, if you nitpicked it, I guarantee you could figure something out. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. But, I you can't. know, there's some... That you, every one of them has some stat or some, you know, uh, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like... I don't know, but they, they no. Well, they have some kind of factor figure in front of them that says that this is the better thing to put there. But I don't know. I don't know how you can always go by that. But I'm, you know, again, that's why I'm I'm sitting here on on a podcast, and they're up in you know either either Stanford, Connecticut, or Jacksonville, Florida. So let's move on with our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So next week we're gonna have Isaiah Cassidy versus Jericho, FTR versus SU. Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks, and we get to the main event: John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Um, there was a, it was a decent enough match. Hmm. Um, you know, it made 
It made Eddie Kingston look okay. Yeah. He didn't come out of it looking too bad. Right. It was a brawl. I mean, it was pretty much all of, all of it was a brawl. Yeah. Um, um, it got over Eddie Kingston's moveset because a lot of people were complaining that he's a bit of a boring wrestler. And I don't, I don't see that. I see him as a brawler, a striker. A, yeah. You know. In AEW, just like in any promotion, everybody can't be a high work rate machine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, that's a problem I have with a lot of people nitpicking WWE. Like, Cesaro, Nakamura, Styles, great. They're all fast-paced workers. They're all fast-paced. They're all great at tur- churning out fast-paced work rate matches. You can't expect that out of everybody. You can't expect that out of a Drew McIntyre. You can't expect that out of a Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Just like in WWE, you can expect Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara... AEW. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, in AEW, you can expect Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. They can turn out really good work rate matches. But guys like Kingston and Moxley, I feel like their art is kind of a lost art. Because people are so into the flippity-bippity mm-hmm. that nobody cares about good brawlers, good strikers... And they can tell just as good stories, if not better stories, as the people who are doing all the flips can. Right, right. Yeah. So. I mean, it's like... I feel like fans too much prioritize flash over substance sometimes. Right. You know, it's my... Yeah, it's it, that's like... That's my big problem with wrestling fans right now. That they prioritize all that flash over, you know, substance. Mm. And I feel like as a substance match, this was really good. Yeah. It didn't have any flash, mm. you know. You weren't expecting any flash right. out of this match. Yeah, it was nice. It was just two guys going at it for once, you yeah. know, like toe to toe. And that was a lot of prop. Pe- pro- whoa. That was a lot of people's problems with AEW. They had too many of those floppy around matches and they didn't have enough just good technical matches and I feel like this was one of those. Mm-hmm. I feel like Moxley's really good at that. And mm-hmm. I like that's why I like Moxley as a champion because he knows how to have those technical clinics. Mm-hmm. Um and he's not one of those guys who just spends an hour hopping around the ring. He's He's a guy who could conceivably spend an hour just clubbing your head off. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was a good match. Um, it wasn't a very long match. Yeah, I mean, I feel but, like that's a big problem with AEW lately. They've been rushing their main events a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think they got some kind of other alternative uh, thing that they want to happen, which is definitely what happened here. Yeah. So, yeah, so Moxley... Uh, had him... Well, no, he didn't tap out. He he went to sleep. He, he put yeah, him in a sleeper. he choked him out. Um, he choked him out in a sleeper. Um, he passed out. Um, yeah. So Moxley got the win. Um, then... Uh, out came the Lucha Bros. His boys, the Lucha Brothers, came out and attacked Moxley. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs, Hobbs came out and uh, started trying to... Yeah, he tried his luck. Yeah, and he did alright for a little while, but then, you know, in a numbers game, it was still three-on-one since Moxley was down. Yeah. Um, so they took him down. And then you heard Darby Allen's music hit. 
So he uh, evened up the score. Mo- uh, Moxley, you know, was able to get up for a little bit and help. And then uh, Ricky Starks hit. So mm-hmm. it was back down to, a, you know, a beatdown. Yeah. And so, then, yep. Fade to black. Yeah. Um, it was a fine show. I just feel like AEW, like WWE, really just needs to get their shit together. Um, they need, like, All Out, I feel like the build to All Out was kind of concise, you know, you had, you knew the feuds, uh, MJF versus Moxley, um, Dark Order and Cody, and whatnot, um, you know, Jericho versus Cassidy, but I feel like everyone now is in just sort of a mess, and, like, you don't know when, how they're gonna clean that mess up, like, you've got Moxley versus Archer going on now, Meanwhile, you got Moxley feuding with Cage and Stark still. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Moxley still feuding with MJF, kinda. You right. got Moxley still kind of feuding with Eddie Kingston and his guys now. Mm. I feel like they just they have overexposed Moxley into so many things, right. and they've overexposed a lot of their wrestlers. And they kind of need to clean up the mess and, you know, focus one person on one feud and then, the you know, mix, you know, they they know that Moxley and Jericho are the two biggest draws. Focus those two on the feuds, make those two the ones you tune in to see, and then everyone will tune in for those guys, Mm -hmm. and then they'll see the rest of these people fighting against each other and then they'll be like hey maybe I want to tune in next week right and I feel like AEW was good at doing that for a little while but it sort of just kind of I don't know it just kind of died out um, right I'll give the show a B as a whole yeah I'm, I'm it wasn't horrible there was that. some decent action mm-hmm. um, but AEW really just needs to clean up everything right um, alright so that's by the way, guys, um, we have a new podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called it Dan and Jimbo's Wrestling Variety Show. And there's an episode out right now where you can hear me and Jimbo's top five favorite wrestlers each. Mm-hmm. You know, you might hear some overlap. You might hear, you know, some of our opinions on our favorite wrestlers. We're going to try to do a lot more videos like that. We have Clash of Champions predictions coming out tomorrow or Friday, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and yeah, you can check all that out. Dan and Jimbo's Wrestling Variety Show. Um, and we will see you right here next week for Dynamite. All right. Stay safe. Wear your mask, stupid. <laughs>